This is not a joke. This is a collaboration between NUS Radio Pals and NUS Comedy Club. Hang on to your seats as we dive deeper into topics relating to comedy with fresh voices from the club every week. All jokes and views are personal, but remember, your reaction is only a reflection of you. We aim to make you laugh at least once, even if that includes pity laughs. And if you have a friend who might benefit from these discussions, do share a link with them. Show them you care. And now, let the show begin. Okay. okay. Hello, welcome back to Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. This is Nazreen, your favorite broadcaster. Mm. And today, I have two very special guests with me. Introduce yourselves, please. That's right. I'm Alec, the chief clown of Comedy Club, at least for this semester before they fire me. And we have as well... I'm Cheryl. I'm the old chief clown of NUS Comedy Club. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us. Wait, wait sorry, sorry. Do you just say NUS Comedy Club? Hmm? Yes, we did. Huh? NUS Comedy Club. Have I did not know that. It? Yeah. What's that? What are you people doing at Radio Pulse, man? Uh, you guys. We've been running for around one and a half years already. So it is a relatively brand new interest group that we have uh, set right. up in NUS. And we are the comedy club. Uh, we started with stand-up, but you know, our ex-co is following after. They have expanded uh, comedy and you know have incorporated different types of comedy, which we will tell you more about after this. Mm. So, That's yes. Right, okay, so how did you guys like get involved with this club? Well, it's a very long story, one that I'll be happy to share, Nazreen. So, we got founded by uh, Cheryl here one and a half years ago in the middle of a pandemic. It was very boring. You know, all CCs were like uh, shut down. No one was having any fun. So, a bunch of cool people, Cheryl, Taryn, uh, Suran, Nirat, they got together. And Shamir. Shamir, Zach. that's right. And Zach. <laughs> forgot about those two shout clowns. Out. No more shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so they decided that, hey, why not get together and make something happen? Uh, we're all interested in comedy. So, yeah, let's start a club in NUS. And, you know, back then everything was on Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. So, hey, fun fact, comedy works on Zoom as well. Isn't that right, Cheryl? Well, yes, it is right. But then it definitely works better when we get to see each other. And then afterwards, we'll always have our routine supper sessions, which I always very much look forward to. So, actually, this club uh, was started, um, uh, it officially started in May. 2021 so before that uh, it was the idea was first conceived at uh, like december 2020 so yes smack in the middle of covid right and we have a lot of rules and everything so we're very very happy that now we see a lot more people joining the club and now we have uh, like the club is safe in like it's, it's good in like a lot of safe hands alec and team uh, who are bringing this club to higher grounds and mm -hmm. we are very very happy and excited for that Thank you for that, Cheryl. So yeah, uh, I think everyone needs a bit of comedy. So that's how we got involved. We love comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Actually, I was just, as you were speaking, I was just thinking to myself, because if I told my mom I'm going to be joining a comedy club, she'd be like, you want to waste your time on what? You better study hard, get your good grades. Why are you wasting mm -hmm. time on making people laugh? I don't understand. So what would you say to my mother? Well, your mom's right. Comedy oh, is a okay. tremendous waste of time. <laughs> so you're not going to learn anything at comedy club. But one thing's for sure, you're going to learn how to um, have fun. Well, you won't learn how to have fun. You will have fun. You will be able to express yourself better. You gain some useful skills, confidence, public speaking. 
the whole lot. Comedy is very useful. So I would tell your mom, join comedy club as well. See your daughter perform. I think she'd be very proud. She's probably laughing right now if she hears oh, you yeah. oh, my say mom that. My is definitely not laughing at all. She has oh. never laughed at anything I've said. Funny story. So when I told my mom I wanted to join comedy club, uh, she laughed at me because she think I couldn't do it. Hmm. And I performed stand-up uh, in front of a large audience and guess what? No one's laughing now. Boy, was she right. <laughs> and look, Alex, mom, he did it. He made it. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's go back to the point about how our parents, they might not be very supportive. Can you tell me about how, like, your friends' reactions were when you said you wanted to start the club? Were they supportive? Are they still supportive if they were? <laughs> or, Well, I, actually, I'm very, I'm really thankful that, you know, uh, aside from friends' support, right, I have the wonderful ex-co that, you know, was down to... Um, you know, start this entire club, set up the foundations of everything. And then, you know, we were able to kind of like um, get our staff advisor to get on board and then get ourselves the verified tick mark, right, of sorts to have the NUS branding together with our comedy club. Mm. And of course, we are very, very happy, you know, even though uh, for myself, my own parents, they are not exactly understanding of why I'm in this club and why, you know, even after so many years, you know, I still want to be involved in this club. And, you know, recently I've also tried to perform stand-up in a public space, the Lemon Stand. And, you know, it was really, really fun. And I would like to say, you know, to add on to Alex's point, right, that comedy is also very therapeutic. Mm. And it, it, feel, it feels really nice to perform in front of an audience who appreciates uh, not only your effort, but uh, is really re ready to laugh. Mm. And, you know, and, you know, that really uh, drives you to want to work harder on your jokes, to be funnier, to present better um, content to audience. Right. You mentioned Lemon Stand. That sounds familiar. I was there, right? Oh, yes, Nazarene, you were. Mm. Was I laughing? Oh, I hope so. I couldn't see you in the mm, crowd because no. we had such a large turnout. It was <gasps> a very successful show. event. It was completely sold mm. out. Yeah. Well, I remember laughing. I'm not sure at who though. So would you just like remind me again, each of you, Cheryl, what were your jokes about? And and tell me more about your style and of your jokes. And then later, Alec, you can tell me about yours. Yeah. Okay, okay. Very tough question. So, uh, performing at the Lemon Stand with the NUS Comedy Club uh, during our own comedy club night was my second time performing ever. So, it was pretty, pretty uh, scary. And I was very excited as well to do this together with the club. Mm. So, the jokes that I've performed, let me think. So, it ranges from, you know, dating apps uh, to, you know, at the first, my first performance was about food reviews and uh, online shopping reviews. So second performance was a bit more let loose. They had a little bit more um, content that uh, not only NUS students, but people of our age can, you know, enjoy and appreciate. Uh, there were a little bit of um, jokes <laughs> that mm. are... Uh, sexual, very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said it for you. I mean, thank you very much. I, I tried to <laughs> play around that boundaries that night because uh, for the first night, it was completely like, pure jokes because I was just so nervous mm. I didn't dare to like say anything not even like you know cast or anything right so yeah I felt more uh, relaxed and loose mm. second night and I just tried whatever content I wanted to try yeah. So yeah, I guess my con uh, my style of comedy is a little bit more engaging with audience. I'm not sure how. I don't plan this out to happen. But, you know, I, I always have opportunities to have audience interaction. And then that's how uh, I kind of develop my style. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, you were amazing that night. <laughs> Thank Cheryl. you, Alec. Like, you you too. were one of the top acts. I wasn't that good. 
I had a lot of jokes about butts. I yeah. had a lot of non-funny one-liners. People didn't laugh, especially Nazreen. Mm, I'm laughing right now. Oh yeah, she wasn't that night. Mm-hmm. I can, I can yeah. tell you for sure. So it was sad. So I had this one joke. Um, let me see if I can repeat it here. Maybe, uh, Maybe some of the listeners might get a little bit yeah. of a chuckle. Okay, so I pretended to be a crazy guy on stage. You know, like I recently started seeing someone again. Well, not in a dating kind of way, just having hallucinations again. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was pretty good. <laughs> and then, um, oh, this joke completely bombed. But uh, let me know what you think. Huh? I was like, shh, you, you, all, you all hear that? You all hear that? It's all around us. Oh, that joke. Oh, Che, never mind. It's just Dolby <laughs> Atmos. Oh. You get it? <laughs> That's mm. a joke. <laughs> I wish you did like that. Oh. Yeah, around. Yeah. It has to do it self out. You you do all, you do around, I do you. Okay? That's you go. Okay. You do who? You do me? Uh, oh. Not tonight, but... <laughs> okay. like Why that. not you go through the, the... You give us the punchline yeah, and we'll yeah. do that. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just Dolby Atmos. All around you. 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 See how lame... No See, one that made me it. laugh. <laughs> that was the teamwork that was we are making, making the me dream laugh. Work, yeah, that's man. Right. Um, yeah, but then okay, you just now, Cheryl. You mentioned something about boundaries, and then you also mentioned something about hallucinations, and and I was just thinking <laughs> to myself, like some of these topics that we're, we're we're making humor out of, they might get a little bit offensive depending who your audience is. So how do you tailor your jokes? You know, to to do you cater to your audience? Do you care what your audience thinks at all? I think the thing about being offensive or, you know, as, okay, we see offense in two two ways, right? First, the performer, whether the performer has said anything offensive to the audience or whether, um, the second way is whether um, the subject topic, okay, so let me first start with the performer and how the performer should be aware of offensive material, right? So the performer, you need to be very aware of your identity, in the larger society, mm. you know, mm. depending on who your audience is. If you're performing to a Singapore audience, Singaporean audience, then you have to situate yourself, your identity in the Singaporean context. If you're performing elsewhere, for example, in the US, maybe nowhere. For myself, I'm a Chinese person, right? For myself in Singapore, I'm definitely, <laughs> you know, definitely mm. having the Chinese privilege. And, you know, I have to be aware to not punch down with my uh, comedy. So by punching down, it means that we are mocking or laughing at the subject matter that has always been marginalized or always been, you know, in a in a quite a uh, invisible social hierarchy, right? Uh, beneath the Chinese privilege that they do not get to enjoy the privilege that being a Chinese person uh, enjoys in Singapore. So we have to be very aware of that. Uh, whereas maybe if as a Chinese person I bring my identity to a US uh, audience. Mm. I would be an Asian minority, right? Mm. And, you know, I can punch up to the white people and say, hey, you know, you guys were nasty and laugh about it, about them, to them. And that would be okay. But if I were to say something about negative about minorities in Singapore, that Mm. would be very, very insensitive of me. And, you know, I'm offending the audience. And as the audience, you have the choice to be offended or Mm. not offended. Um, That is based on your own circumstances. And therefore... Um, yeah, and therefore there are a few ways um, you know a performer can offend, but you know as a performer we need to do our due diligence and understand where do we draw our boundaries. So that's what I think of when I craft my own jokes. Cool, cool. And Alec, what about you? Well, I think that's kind of the point of comedy, right? 
to really see where the boundaries are, things mm-hmm. we can or cannot joke about. I mean, um, in the conventional sense, um, like back in the days, you've had things like the court jester. So, you know, you cannot look at everything like, oh, you know, I'm, I feel offended by this. I think it's good to um, go to a comedy club and just see uh, or hear some jokes and try and have a good time. So some jokes may be, um, you know, maybe a bit offensive, maybe a bit... Um, what, what do you call those kinds of jokes, uh, Cheryl? A bit uh, edgy? I think it's a bit of satire also satire. sometimes. Well, yeah. if you're doing like a, a punching up kind of jokes right, uh, at the institution. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm quite laid back on the whole offense thing. I think, um, and this is what I try to do here at Comedy Club as well. I think it is in the best interest of everyone to protect two groups of people. Number one people who want to listen to comedy Mm -hmm. so people who go to comedy clubs comedy shows and number two and this is quite important we also have to protect comedians right right so they should be allowed Mm -hmm. to say what they want to say and again everything is said in the context of a comedy club Mm -hmm. no one should take anything seriously Mm. so you mentioned Mm. two groups of people we need to protect right the people who want to listen to comedy and the people who are the comedians right so what places house these two groups of people? Where are the supportive environments in Singapore that we can find? That's a very good question. I very feel like question. if you pay for a ticket to an open mic, you know, we don't know what happens that night. We don't know who is performing. We don't know what their acts will be. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know, people who pay and are down to listen to new comedy, listen to upcoming um, comedians do their acts, right? I think they are largely very much supportive and they are usually quite open-minded because that is the space that we performed at, right? The Lemon Stand was a, uh, it's a space that is a relatively new comedy uh, club and then um, people there, they usually, you know, they are very receptive to any types of jokes. You know, I've seen very much crazy acts. I've also seen people who are super calm when they perform, right? It's almost emotionless. Hmm. And yet, yeah. you know, they seem to enjoy every single act and I find that, that exactly. there's a lot of beauty in that because, that is the kind of audience that, you know, young performers or um, very new, uh, fresh people who want to try out comedy would really want to have because they have the ability to play around with different materials. And from there, they learn how to draw the line. Of course, you know, we try to do our own precautions, but, you know, things if things do ever happen, we learn from that and we do better. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this reminds me of, um, do you guys know who Michael Richards is? Michael Richards. I know, uh, I know, I know. Um, don't tell me. Do not say. Do not say. Um, uh, Kramer. Kramer from Seinfeld. That's right. My favorite character so far. But yes, tell us the story. I'm so sorry. Exactly. <laughs> so he kind of got cancelled, and he fully deserves it because again, uh, comedy is such a fine thing. Like our job is to find where the boundaries are, right? But mm-hmm. clearly there are boundaries. So mm-hmm. you cannot go on a racist tirade in a comedy club under the guise of being funny. So, again, the use of the N-word, that's uh, seriously frowned upon. You cannot do that if you do not possess the privilege to say the N-word if you're not black. So, what Michael Richards did back in the day, I think it was at the Laugh Factory in the US. I'm Mm, not sure which state. But, yeah, um, he got hackled uh, by some members of the audience. And instead of, you know, maintaining it, um, calming down the situation, he kind of escalated it. He went on a very racist tirade. He talked about lynching and okay, you know oh, the, the, okay. he crossed the line there so this is offensive like yeah. don't do that so even if you're a comedian and you're a well-known comedian 
there are boundaries that you should yeah. respect. Yeah. There are gray areas, but there are some things that you do not joke about. Yeah, there are some lines that cannot should not be crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but that being said, although you know we know of people like Michael Richards, you know, people who might not be the best role models, that doesn't mean we should just ditch comedy entirely, right? That's right. Of course, right? Of course. Comedy so, is a very precious thing. We don't want to throw the whole thing away. Exactly. And and that is exactly what NUS Comedy Club is doing. What is Lemon Stand trying to do is to create a supportive and, and safe place for these people Definitely. to, to have, right. have to, to tell their jokes and to, to be who they are and kind of like, I, I wouldn't, would you say you're trying to effect social change like like influence? Any particular groups of people? Um, any Like you yourselves personally, mm-hmm. what are you trying to do with your humor? That's the thing. So for me personally, my personal goal is just to spread joy and laughter because again, I think Singaporeans are too uptight in general. So I believe that if, we make everyone just a tad bit more happy, the world, society as we know it, would be a much better place. Right. So that's my, my goal. What about you, Cheryl? Like, what are your thoughts? I find it very cathartic to be able to rent. Just rent it mm. out. Yes. So I have a lot of things, right, that I have a lot of things to say. And I'm, I find it uh, a skill as well to be able to, you know, instead of coming up, taking the mic and saying, you know this day, today I... Da, 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 and you start renting. Like diary. Yeah, it, it's not funny so <laughs> that's where uh i need to force myself i better change my jokes <laughs> yeah exactly so like i i need to force myself to uh you know okay rent aside what is my point how do right. i make it relatable if it's not relatable the audience will not you know you probably will not be able to <laughs> relate of course to it too much yeah. and therefore they don't really care right yeah. exactly. you know and if example for example you know at a nus uh, comedy night you know my first joke was about nus mm. And so uh, that was just one thing of me trying to say, hey, you know, this is me trying to relate. And this mm. is uh, what I've experienced as a, as a student as well. And there were a few um, NUS-related jokes uh, yeah. throughout that night. And I found that the audience were, were very, very receptive and mm. were very happy because we shared the same plight, right? For example, the mm. NUS bus problems, things oh, like yes. that. Tell me about it. Yeah, it is crazy. And, you know, instead <laughs> of renting, say, hey, the bus comes like every, you know, all the bus drivers, uh, they don't drive very well. They're quite reckless. I apologize uh, to all the bus drivers. We appreciate your your help and That's your work. Right. Yeah, but instead of renting, I think it is much more um, satisfying, you yeah. know, to be able to phrase it in such a way that it is funny for both the audience and for myself. So I enjoy myself, uh, enjoy being on stage whenever I perform. It's like free therapy, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, Alec, you mentioned you like you, you do comedy because you want to make people laugh, you want to mm-hmm. spread the cheer, and then Cheryl, you say it's cathartic, right? Yeah. And for myself, I think you know, it, comedy shouldn't stop at just making people laugh. And every time I watch comedians, um, a good comedian for me, it, they mm-hmm. will make me think. Oh yes. About right. something. Yeah. Who are your favorite so, comedians? So you got any examples? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Ah, yes. He's quite provocative as well, isn't he? Everywhere he goes, he offends people. Why does he offend people? Because at the end of the day, you're making them think. (laughs) I mean, you can have your own opinion, but I I think think that he makes me think um, about the way things work. Like, he talks a a lot about, like, um, hurt mentality. Mm. Right? And and the way he, he says it may not be ideal... But it makes me think. And I'm in theatre studies and my own personal motive for wanting to take theatre is, you know, 
uh, to effect social change, to make people think. It's mm-hmm. not just entertainment, right? It's not just escapism. Escapism? Escapism. You're yeah, not just you're running right. away from your problems, right? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. trying to m- maybe solve a problem. I mean, a more practical aspect of theatre. For me, la, for exactly. myself. Yeah. You know, so I, I always I, thought yeah. uh, that comedians would make great politicians. And we actually have that with uh, Ukraine, right? And just now, right, that's right. Just now in class, my teacher, my, one of my profs said, um, when a politician improvises, that's when you can truly connect with them as opposed to if they were just reading off a script. Right, when they improvise. Because that's, that's when, when... we forget our script, right? <laughs> then we just start bluffing. Yeah. That's when, we, that's when you're most genuine, yeah. right? Right. Yes. Because it comes from mm-hmm. the heart. It comes like, you know, fight or flight response. You don't have to think much about it. It's whatever you say that represents the true you. So I really like the idea of improvisation, which is what you guys do also at the club, right? Yes, we do. Uh, we call that improv. Right. Uh, short for improvisation, isn't it? But yeah, thinking on the spot. So it's a very, very important skill. I think everyone should learn this. And in fact, it should even be taught at like primary schools, you know? Oh, yes. How to think on the spot. Don't just rely on model answers for everything. Uh, for comedians, don't just rely on like your scripts. Come yeah. on. You know, yeah. try to be, try to interact more. Try to, you know, yeah. use that skill to an advantage. I like, I like what Alex said about bringing improv to schools. Um, let's dive a bit let's think more long term right the future of comedy do you think it should just be confined in the comedy club or should it be in more like day to day spaces oh that's a good question uh, obviously not uh, Cheryl's giving me the looks but yeah you have something on your mind Cheryl I think one thing that uh, has shown that you know we are able to uh, reach out to a large large number of audience is when we first started the club there were like yes. The interest, right? We didn't really... We weren't very good at marketing it because we were such a small... We were a group of few people, right? And it was COVID. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't book a venue, you know? We wanted to even meet our members in person, but we couldn't because of the limit, right? And it was Mm. so crazy how, you know, people just started to tell their friends, hey, there's a comedy club, you know, in NUS. Comedy? Oh, I got got a new one. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Hey, join us, join us. Yeah, join together. You know, we we don't even have any, like, you know, free gifts, brochures or anything. Our welcome session was just online on Zoom. It was a PowerPoint. Mm. And then it was just the first um, ex-go members, you know, uh, introducing ourselves. And, Mm. you know, we ourselves, we were like, okay, wow, it's crazy that, you know, there were double digits here and then this double digit became like even more and then the best part is member state mm-hmm. members like Alec stayed with us you mm. know even though you know I had too much fun yeah he has too much fun yeah. and his supper was really good so um, I think there were a lot of people that truly enjoy comedy that they didn't know where to express themselves and where to um, learn more about comedy yeah. at first I tried bullying you know but bullying just <laughs> didn't work out for me so I had to join comedy he likes being bullied on stage la, <laughs> you know, like every time people boo him then he, he feels very yes, happy I get off on it it <laughs> yes. really turns me on it does and this is a secret that Alec doesn't want anyone else to know and now you all know so this is life Oh what? my god, this is live. Yeah. People are going to hear this. I'm very sorry, folks. Oh. Uh, carry on, Cheryl. Pretend you guys didn't hear that, okay, yes, everyone? We'll edit this in post. Okay, mm. yeah. So, I guess, like, one thing I realized is, oh, schools are very, you know, are a very good place to mm-hmm. start something, right? Yeah. And as you can see, you know, schools have created a lot of change in in how uh, students, how teachers, or in our case, like, lecturers, you know, profs, how they look at comedy and the fact that, you know, people are reaching out to us for events. Yeah. You know, people, we are selling out shows. It's, it's just a sign. Yeah, it is a sign that comedy is needed. And on that note, I just want to add, Mm -hmm. it's so amusing. It's so 
uplifting when mm. professors, teachers try to inculcate a bit of like comedy mm. into their oh, lectures. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, it sucks, but <laughs> you try. It, Thanks you know? for the effort. Like, it's so yeah. refreshing. Like, no one's laughing, but they laugh because, you know, class participation, right? Yeah. If you frown, your grades are going to go down. I'll turn on my video just to laugh, you know, and then I'll turn <laughs> yes. it back on. <laughs> oh man, throwback to Zoom days, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I would do. Like, uh, if someone makes a joke, I just have to unmute myself, go to the camera and go, ha you raise your hand, myself. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's very yeah. telling, right? As mm. an audience, you don't have to be a comedian to know all this. Like, even as an audience, mm. the things that you laugh at and the things that you don't laugh at, it tells you a lot about yourself and your positionality and what you identify with, isn't it? Mm. That's right. Yeah, so maybe this is about the intersectionality uh, kind of idea that we have, right? That, uh, I am both a minority and a majority. Yeah. I have both, like, I'm both in a marginalized position, position, but I have also, you know, privilege. So for me as a female Chinese Singaporean, you know, I have my own uh, ideas of what I think is mm. uh, me punching up and ideas of what I think is me punching down. Yeah. And this is how, you know, everyone has a, has a, like, a mix of identities, right? And so this mm-hmm. is how we see ourselves on, you know, the general society. Mm. So maybe that is uh, one way for us to think about how we can craft comedy, how our jokes should be crafted. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, exactly. And we all represent different points of view in mm-hmm. society, right? And so there's this whole like diversity aspect. And I I mean, I hate to say this, but I, it's usually the males who are comedians. Oh. Controversial. Um, is that true? Or am I just like exaggerating? Well, because I'm a guy, I recuse myself from this question. Cheryl, okay. you take the lead on this one. Okay, I guess like, yes, you are definitely right in saying that because the history of, you know, stand-up comedy at least uh, started in vaudevilles. So this Western um, uh, places, right, where uh, mostly, you know what, mostly males, mm. they were trying to you know, put up acts to entertain people. Yeah. And so um, these types of shows got popular and then, you know, I mean, there is definitely evolutions of it and then, you know, stand-up comedy came about and it got, uh, it became a, localization of stand-up comedy where different cultures, different countries, they take in the concept of stand-up comedy and they play with it in their own context, in their own cultures, in their own societies. And, you know, I'm very happy to say that I've uh, been seeing a lot of uh, female comics stepping up, going to the stage, you know, being like that girl power, girl boss that they are and then commanding attention and laughter. Uh, You know, sometimes, most of the time, laughing at, you know, men right and that's them uh, reclaiming their power and yeah that's a really girl boss thing to Mm. do right and some of our comics have done that uh on our comedy night and i was so happy i was Mm. cheering on the back at the backstage yeah it is all about um sometimes comedy is also about empowerment yeah so it makes you think Mm. in a a few ways right Mm. and um if we talk about varieties it's not just about the who are the ones who are uh, who are um performing right we're also talking about the diversity of what comedy can become so now it is no longer just stand-up it is no longer improv there are also sketches Mm. and Mm. the platforms there are multiple yeah exactly yeah this is really the future of comedy here actually i want to know your point of view on this issue as a male Uh, gender so yeah um very um i don't know if i can say this but yeah um so female comics are funny 
Yeah. Um, Taylor, Taylor Tomlinson, <laughs> wow. Nikki Glaser are just a few examples of my favorite comedians. Mm. And yeah, so I see no issue in like um, gender being an issue at all. I think if you're funny, regardless uh, you, you know, what you have between your legs, I think um, you belong on a stage somewhere. Yeah. I, I would give you an audience, you know? Mm. So yeah, why is it an issue? Well, there are evidently less female or fewer female comics right mm -hmm. but again i hope that changes uh, you know uh, in the coming few years mm. and people are funny all around regardless of the color of your skin what gender you are um you know yeah. that's what that's what i think at least i guess we can find the humor in everyday life you know if we try yeah and, and on top of the gender thing yeah. like i'm sure there are many gaps um when it comes to comedy and comedy in Singapore. So, I mean, what do you reckon NUS Comedy Club has to offer? And do, yeah, I mean, why are you guys even here? Like, can you contribute anything? Right. First and foremost, the comedy scene in Singapore, it's up and coming. So it's not fully developed yet. We are still, as a community, testing out waters. We are still seeing where the boundaries are. You know, can we joke about this political controversial issue? Can we not? Mm. Um, there's also some uh, gossip and some rumors going around that hey, the government, they're watching. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can't say this, this, this. Yeah. So I'm terrified to be here on this podcast, actually. <laughs> Same. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> they're listening. They're listening. Be careful. Yeah, exactly. So what Comedy Club has to offer? Gee, I don't know. Because the horizons... Uh, mm. completely, uh, yeah. I don't know, boundless? I can't even speak right now. But yeah, so what can we offer? I guess like as individuals, what we can offer is our own personal experience. Mm. Because everyone has their own different lived experiences, right? Therapy session. Yes, oh my god. Uh, mm -hmm. That's my favorite thing to do, right? Renting my, you know, hatred of the world mm. uh, on stage. So yeah. I guess like with different lived experiences, we have different stories. Yeah. And you know, who doesn't love a good story, right? Mm. Especially when it's exactly. made to make us laugh, it's made to make us think, it's made to make us reflect or to reflect on the society that we live in, mm. right? And so... Good point. Yeah, so comedy is a really powerful tool, right? That drives, mm. like, any sort of message. It yeah. can be political, it could mm. be day-to-day, -day, it could be just a small rant, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's not just mm. escapism. Yeah, it's definitely mm. not, but it can be one of them. It depends on how the performer plays with it. Yeah. Yeah, and who the audiences are mm. that are down to play with that concept of comedy. Mm. Yeah, and that's where the boundaries will be growing further into different types of comedy to different types of audience, mm. themes, styles, you know. I'm sure there's no end to exploring the world of comedy in that sense. Exactly, mm. and NUS students, we are here to find that missing, yeah. uh, you know, missing part of comedy. And to find your potential as a super solid comedian. Yes, right. let's see where this goes. <laughs> so, I mean, the possibilities are endless. That's right. right. And so, let's say I'm a, a US student. I want to join your club. What am I supposed to do? If you want to join the club, just follow our Instagram page at NUS Comedy Club. And the instructions are all there. So, we are quite an open and accessible and quite welcoming club. So, we'd love to see you there. If you're an NUS student, come hang out with us. Okay. Yeah, we need more diverse groups as well. So yeah, don't be shy. Come join us. And you guys can join any session that you guys want, right? So it's not like a you have to join every single session, even if you have tests, exams, projects, right? You have to do all of these things. Well, uh, in NUS Comedy Club, we welcome anyone to you know pop by. If it's the theme of the week um interests you, please come by. Uh, you know, practice a few lines with us. We are always um an open and supportive audience. That you know, if 
required, mm-hmm. we can give constructive feedback as well. So we can all, you know, become funnier and yeah, and do more shows together. Exactly. And we're a safe space. So seriously, don't be afraid to come. Yeah. You know, I am so just watching both of you talk about how passionately you mm. enjoy the 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 comedy and the club, being in the club. I mean, yeah, I'm do. just so proud of how far you've come. I mean, I... Oh, we I, are so proud. Thank, thank you. you. Apparently, I was in the chat from the beginning. That's I just right. never showed up. Uh, oh, like so probably my loss. Probably my loss. But I'm glad we meet again <laughs> over this podcast. You know what? Thank never you. too late. Yeah. yeah. Never too late. I filled the form, by the way, when oh, you sent nice. it to me. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. When is my invite coming? Anyway. <gasps> Drop by anytime. <laughs> Drop by. Anyway. um, Is that... Anybody you need to thank? I mean, how far you've come? Oh, definitely. You know, we have a lot of people that inspire us. So in general, the Singaporean comedians, you know, uh, they all have set like a example, wonderful example for us. And they have also shown uh, that comedy in Singapore is viable and there is a safe space. There is a group of audience you know, there are, there are people who are willing to listen or willing to buy into Singaporean comedy. And of course, you know, when we hear stories about our home, you know, we definitely feel closer mm. to these uh, comedians and their stories. So, uh, you know, I'd like to thank a lot of the Singaporean comedians, yeah. as well as comedians that individually inspire us, you know, local or not local. Of course, we would like to thank uh, very much our staff advisor, Dr. Avadani. Thank you very, very much for allowing us to fulfill our dreams to make people laugh on the bigger stage than just within our friend friend groups, right? And thank you for having the trust in us that we will bring this group, uh, this club to higher, you know, higher grounds. And we are happy that you are still part of us and you come by and join us uh, every now and then. And we're very grateful. And also maybe to our um, ex-co members, past, present, future, as well as our members, past, present and future. Because without all of your support, there would be no NUS Comedy Club today. And a special, special shout out and mention to the current ex-co group, uh, you know, with Alec um, leading the team. Uh, Thank you very much for, you know, doing all the good work that you guys do. And I'm very, very grateful. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not a one-man show, right? It's really the team mm-hmm. uh, helped out tremendously with everything from events to publicity. Um, we are growing. So yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Anushka and Tan Hong, Yuka, Fahira, Darius, and Sunny, mm-hmm. Saigon, Jordan. <laughs> really seriously appreciate you guys so much. Couldn't thank have done guys. it without you. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah, thank you both of you um, for coming onto the show. Thank you, your club, for making most of us laugh the other night. Always a better place. (laughs) I mean, thank you for what you're doing. I I truly believe, from the bottom of my heart, comedy is no joking matter. Comedy is serious business. Comedy can influence and change lives. Even if it's just the comedian's life or whoever's Mm -hmm. life, whoever's listening, the audience's life, whoever's lives. Okay? And and it's so powerful. It can be so impactful. And we need to give it the the, the platform it deserves and the limelight that it deserves. So again, thank you so much, uh, both of you, you, for doing this. Uh, I cannot wait to dive into more topics with with your folks from the club. Yeah? Um, In the coming weeks, I think we'll have very productive conversations. Yeah? I mean, we've certainly had one already. So, I mean, more to come. So, thank you so much once again. Do you have anything to say Um, in addition? Otherwise, I'm just going to... Hashtag join Comedy Club. Okay. I can't wait to see you perform. 
see who performs. Nazri, that's yeah. right. What? You're gonna be performing. Sorry, I'm not so free excited. on Thursdays. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this has been Nazreen <laughs> from Radio Faust. <laughs> uh, the sound of NUS. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to hear more from NUS Radio Pals and NUS Comedy Club, please subscribe to our podcast channel on Spotify at Radio Pals. You may also find us on Instagram at Radio Pals and at NUS Comedy Club. Now, if you're still on the fence on whether or not to join the comedy club, perhaps the following might help you decide. Okay, so would you care to tell me how a typical session in NUS Comedy Club would look like? Oh, for sure. Oh, it's very fun. You should come. So what we do, we do a bit of stand-up jokes. We play improv games. That's a big hit with the crowd. And uh, we watch some stand-up clips. We critique each other's stand-up sets. It's fun and we have supper at the end. Okay. What, what like, activities? Do you play games? Oh, yeah. Improv games. Um, oh, I love if those If you would allow games. me to oh. do so, I'd like to take all of us here. Wait, you can uh, play over the air? Oh, I think we can it's if quite, the game is right. We have right. short games, right? Like those Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's play one now. Yeah, I'm down for it. Alrighty. So, I have a game in mind. I'm not sure if it will work. Uh, let's see how it goes, mm-hmm, yeah? Let's try. It's called Word Association. Oh. So, there are three of us here right now. Uh, we have Nazreen, <laughs> we have Cheryl, <laughs> and we have myself. Wait, who is this person over here? Wait, what? Is that Dolby Atmos? <laughs> that, that's my date joke right there. <laughs> Sitting right there. I'm no, sorry, please continue. <laughs> okay, so word association. The objective of the game is to keep the flow going of a word that is associated with the previous word. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And if you get stumped, if you take longer than three seconds to come up with a relevant word, mm. you're out. You lose. Good Th- days. Three uh, seconds. Yes. Okay. So how it goes, I say a word, for example, chemistry. And then Cheryl, on my right, will okay. say another word that is linked or associated with the word chemistry. So I can say something like test tube. That's right. So what is uh, what is associated with test tube, Nazri? Uh, failing. Oh my god. Failing? Yo, are you okay? <laughs> failing my oh practical my test. <laughs> <laughs> give her a heart after this. I think she needs a bit of... Wait, so how do I win? Is there like a winner? Or it's just what? How yeah, does, so we keep yeah. going and going and going until... Everyone, uh, there's one winner. So the last person standing is yeah. the winner. Don't get stumped. That's your that's your objective. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Alrighty, shall we? Yeah. Let's see how this goes. It okay. may or may not work very well, but let's see. So okay. I shall start. Okay, go. Okay. Okay. Microphone. DJ. Jesse J. <laughs> Songwriter. Ed Sheeran. Foxy. Grandpa. Coffee. Tea. Bean. Mr. Bean. Mrs. Bean. Comedy. Alec. Cheryl. Oh, you got me there. <laughs> so I'm Nothing out. associated with me, Alec. We need to talk yeah. about this afterwards. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Just say my name. But okay, you lose. Okay, yes, <laughs> I lose. Good day to me. So now both of you continue. So pick a new word and keep going until one of you gets stumped. Let's go. Rainbow. Berries. Strawberry. Blueberry. Spectacles. Glasses. Eyes. Nose. Beautiful lips. Ugly lips. Oh my god. But I said something nice about you. Uh, Butter nose. (laughs) (laughs) Buttercup. Flowers. Berries. 
Can we repeat? <laughs> you didn't <laughs> say that in the rules. <laughs> no, let's add a new rule. You cannot repeat Damn what it. has been said. Oh no, okay, I lose. Okay, right. you know what? Yeah, so so <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, for me, when I said something in spectacles, right, it doesn't make sense as well. So usually if it's a really far-fetched um, item or word, right. like, you're automatically out as well because yeah. you're not associating. Oh. Exactly, if it's a stretch. So we could qualify that. So okay, I can mm-hmm. lose. And you <laughs> oh, thank you. Alrighty. So that's a word association for you, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait, can I ask, like, when you play this game, what is the objective of the game? Uh, so this is an improv game. So it, basically, it helps you think quicker, think on your feet, mm-hmm. to come up with words uh, as quick as you can and to keep the flow going because it's very important. Improv is performative. You're performing in front of a live audience. Yeah. So there is no time for, uh, uh, oh, one no. second, uh, uh. You have to keep the flow going, whatever comes to your mind and whatever fits the objective, mm. whatever fits the, uh, whatever we're looking for, you just say it and you just go with it. Go with the flow. That's mm. the point of this game. I think aside from improv, right, I felt, I feel like this really, like, you know, uh, helps when you're making a joke in stand-up. Or for example, if an audience shouts something to you, you can quickly react. Yes, happens all the time, especially yeah. at my shows. You call them hecklers, am I right? Or that's right, they? hecklers. Okay. So that's a terminology in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, when uh, someone from the audience, they are very disruptive. So they try to have a conversation with you while they're performing, or they interrupt the audience and they're on their phone, or they shout some expletive or something. Nasty and things. yeah, it just disrupts uh, your flow on stage, mm. and that's not good. So okay. we have to do what we call a heckler put down, where the mm. comedian on stage has to win back the crowd, you know, because ah, oh, someone okay. just tried to upstage upstage you right so okay i've got to put you down now and win back my audience okay. so here i go time for some epic roasting and yeah it happens quite uh quite a bit but not in singapore thank thank god because uh, well i think here we're quite cultured maybe except some of the international folk huh? i'm looking at you white people know your place man <laughs> colonialism is out he's speaking from his own personal experience oh, yes. so we cannot fault him for, for that yeah <laughs> it's just me but yes uh did I go astray? Uh, hecklers, yeah? Yeah, so don't be a heckler, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. rule number one, don't mm-hmm. be a heckler. Rule right, number yes. two, laugh. Yeah, this is a very, very, very important Especially skill. Especially number two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> important skill. Yeah, yeah, but so many things going on in Singapore. Mm. You know, you, have you heard recently about uh, what's-his-face? Our Olympic gold medalist, the one and only Ooh, Joseph uh, Schooling? Oh! Yeah. Sad, Why? Oh, okay. Yeah, that you thing. guys heard of... Wait, wait, can you summarize for my audience? Because not everyone would know. All right. So apparently he was uh, in an Asian country, Thailand or something. And uh, he admitted to smoking marijuana or as they call it, weed, mm. the devil's bush. And he got into a lot of trouble with that. So cancel culture is a thing. And man, I feel personally that our country is going too hard on him. Like, give him a break. (laughs) You know, being an Olympian and a sports, I mean, sportsman can be quite, I'm I'm pretty sure it's very stressful, right? And It is. Not that we're advocating like weed here as a sort of stress reliever. I understand, but but I, I think if we're not in his position, I mean, let's try to be less judgmental, right? And be, yeah. yeah. More forgiving. Exactly. Come on. You brought back gold medals. We that's the least we could do for him, right? Oh, yeah, well, if he's I, some sort of like bronze medalist, like sure, <laughs> like, take away the swimming, like ban him from the waters forever. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a gold medalist. I think even uh Minister Shanmugam, I was like, Yeah, you know, everyone makes mistakes, right? Give why, him a break. Why do you think he admitted to it? 
Ah, that's the thing though. It's very interesting, right? If you read the article, apparently, um, he admitted before a drug test, maybe he was worried that, you know, something might show up and then uh, he would also be qualified for lying. Like, hey, not only did you consume drugs, you also lied about it. So, bam, it's a double whammy. Uh... But yeah, I don't know. So, to admit something like that, maybe because he's not doing anyone any harm. He's not... Mm-hmm. You know, destroying families, he's not uh, murdering someone. And he's fine, he's still quite level-headed, he's not addicted. So, yeah, I just think personally, a uh, small rant here. As a country, we're going too hard on him. Like, give him a break. Give him back his deferment. <laughs> I'm sure that can be turned into material somewhere, somehow. And, yeah. you know, we can definitely, you know, bring about, bring across a message or two about it. And exactly. at the same time, make the audience yeah. laugh. Maybe because he's going to national service, right? He's going to serve his country for once. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can uh, join the scuba divers, you know, because he's good at swimming, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, put him in some like aquatic kind of uh, yeah. domain. Yeah. I right? don't give him like driver or something. <laughs> I'm looking at Cheryl here. Great, great <laughs> like, try. What? Yeah, this is what Cheryl was talking about when we said we'll have more material for jokes. There's always room for improvement, that's for sure. You know what? You can practice in front of the mirror <laughs> or in front of a, a kind family member or friend. You know? The mirror doesn't laugh, Cheryl. When I, I do jokes in front of the mirror, it doesn't laugh. I don't like doing it in front of the mirror. I like um performing in front of the wall. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, perks of being a wallflower. Hmm. But to be honest, when you're on stage you can't really see that many people. The lights are a little bit blinding, which is ah. a good and bad yeah. thing, right? It's what happens when the fame gets to your head, you know? Mm. You know, you can't see anyone because everyone's below you automatically. Isn't that right, Nazreen? <laughs> I've never <laughs> been on stage. Have I? I don't remember being mm. on stage. Probably never. We'll see you soon. Oh, no. Yeah, comedy oh, club. No. So, comedy club gives you a platform. <laughs> I, it gives you a stage. I, I don't need Is that what platform. you want? I, I don't mind staying at the audience and drinking my water and, and <laughs> eating my peanuts. That, that took a little while, <laughs> right? You know, drinking my processing, processing water. <laughs> not beer, not beer. <laughs> I can't wait for your next lemon stand, by the way. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. We can't wait either. We are hyped, excited. Bring and what should I be wearing to your next lemon stand? Mm. Cheryl? Oh, I'm a guy, so I can't. I'll, I'll get cancelled no matter what I say. You know what? Dress however, <laughs> you know, however, whatever makes you comfortable. But at the same time, you could always don our Anywhere's Comedy Club t-shirt, which will be on sale soon. So, you know, the design is beautiful. It's designed by Chan Hong. Thank you, Chan Hong. It's beautiful, comfortable, yeah. very cute. How and, come he's a guy? Uh, got, got girl version or not? Uh? Oh, is, this oh, is, is that uh, a girl? This is non-binary. What are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Sorry, sorry. I would yeah. classify this as M and M. So uh, I feel like you know I feel very fondly attached to this character. Okay. Yeah, that has no specific gender. Very good. Mm-hmm. I like that he's exactly. smiling. Phew, what a relief. Exactly, but the audience in front of him, they're uh, uh, they are not, yeah, smiling. They're not smiling. They're having a very bad time. Is that a replication of what happens in real life That's true. during one of your shows? Yes. Oh no. Happens all the time. And even like non comedy club settings, like when I'm doing a business presentation, I try to introduce as much humor as I can and yeah it always backfires I'm the only one laughing at my own jokes wait turn around is there anything in the back Ooh. oh did I miss Buy something some oh it's her gorgeous hair it's what's oh, on her back yeah okay great so that going on sale and I'll get a free one right apparently yeah okay if I'm gonna take that as a session. yes if you're a member okay. why you know? sure thank right. you ladies and gentlemen it's not an endorsement that we'll give you a free shirt 
<laughs> okay, thank you so much for playing the game with me. Uh, the next time I attend your sessions, will the game be more interesting? So are you saying this is not fun? No, no. <laughs> more interesting. It's interesting, but more interesting. For sure. We have tons of fun improv games, you know. Uh, better than being at the back here at Radio okay. Pulse. And if I win, do I actually get a prize? Well, you get bragging rights. Okay. okay and uh, in the future, we're actually thinking of this as a real idea. We're going to have the Comedy Cup. Oh my oh. god, that's mm-hmm. exciting. Stay explain. tuned for that. Oh, you're not going to explain. Okay, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you so much, Alec. Thank you very Thank much you, for Nazarene. having us. <sighs> amazing, amazing. Thank you. Well, well, wasn't that fun? Once again, this was Nazreen from NUS Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. See you in the next episode. Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. Ayah, hit it, ah.